0: We're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Friday, so this is our hashtag one hero episode. In these episodes, we highlight and celebrate a blog post and contributor from our community and discuss topics surrounding sales, marketing, and customer success. Here we go.
1: And welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is Caitlin Lutz, and you're listening to a hashtag one hero Friday episode of this podcast. Um, Today's guest is super, super incredible. We have Sam Melnick, who is the VP of Marketing at Alcadia. So everybody say hi. You can't say hi. You're you can't talk. We're just talking. Hi, Sam.
0: (laughs) Hi. How's it going? Super excited to be here as well. And I love the introduction. Um, I will take that one and I'm going to write it down and put it up on the wall so I can look at and, you know, give me that confidence when I need it. So thanks a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, I, I do my best. I do my best. Um, so Sam wrote a really incredible blog post for the Flip My Funnel blog called How You Should Budget for ABM. And I think that this is something that a lot of people struggle with. I mean, just budgeting for marketing tools and just different things in general and trying to figure out what your stack looks like and what you should allocate to what and if you should go all in on ABM and everything in your marketing budget should be ABM centric and what does that even mean? Um, so Sam wrote a really incredible blog post. And just to start off, something that you wrote in the blog post, Sam, is your guys's mantra, I think, which is every dollar spent should drive the best possible impact for my business. And that is just so, so important. So just go ahead and, and dive right in. What is, how, how would you start to think about budgeting for ABM?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think when you, when you highlight, and, and yes, that is a bit of a mantra for Alcadia, for our company, and also for our marketing organization, it's, it's, you know, where should I spend my next marketing dollar that's going to be most impactful? Or how do I spend every dollar to drive the most possible impact for my business? And when you think of it that way, and I'm actually working on, uh, we were just talking about that, working on a case study for one of the upcoming marketing conferences. And uh, my co- our client who's doing the case study says it best. ROI, which ultimately what we're trying to get to, what, you know, where we spend our dollars to drive the most impact is about efficiency, not necessarily just effectiveness. So when you think about ABM, we often jump right to those tactics. You know How are we going to go after, you know what activities are we going to do to go after these top 100, top 10, top 1,000, whatever accounts? But we don't think about, you know what are the proper resources? How should we split up our dollars spent? And how is that going to uh, support? those goals that we put in front of us so that's kind of like the impetus and the idea behind it and what we try and do at allocadia what we try to help our customers with and I guess hopefully what I get across in this blog post as well
1: yeah absolutely so you talked in the blog about needing to be in the right mindset when you're looking at ABM because you know you do have to look at efficiency and effectiveness and how you know what does that mean and you said efficiency not just effect- effectiveness right?
0: And yeah, so, absolutely. Oops, sorry, yeah. go ahead. You 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 yeah. asked the question. Go ahead. I interrupted.
1: <laughs> You're good. Um, so, and you also talked about marketing performance management in that. So, being in the right mindset when looking at ABM and marketing performance management. So, just walk us through that as well.
0: Yeah, so I think this is actually super timely. Uh, Marketo Nation Summit was this week, and Steve Lucas, who's CEO of Marketo, went up on stage, and they kind of announced Marketo's new framework, which they call Plan, Engage, Measure. And I thought it was fabulous and incredibly timely where we are in marketing. Because again, a lot of people are just jumping right to, how do I execute? How do I engage? It's super important to do that. But how you have to think about it, whether it's ABM, whether it's traditional demand gen, however you're marketing, and of course we're talking about ABM here, it all starts with the plan. And part of planning is that budgeting. So being in that right mindset to kind of set the table and say, all right, we as a company need to drive X dollars. We need to infiltrate X markets. How are we going to do that? And ABM is a awesome and great strategy to do that. So you need to set okay, so we're going to do ABM. So how are we going to go after these specific targets or these specific personas in those targets? Mm-hmm. And you're not and then how are we going to break up our resources? So maybe I've got two or three tiers of ABM accounts. I'm going to drive You know, my plan says I need to drive 25% of my revenue from tier one, 50% from tier two, and 25% or whatnot from tier three, you know, and then you can ask yourself, all right, should I be spending 25% of my budget to drive that? Maybe you're more efficient driving those tier one accounts. So you only need to spend 20% of your budget, but you don't get to have those conversations until you start with that plan. And that's, you know, that's what I mean being in the right mindset.
1: Yeah, and I think that a lot of people can jump right into ABM and say without a plan and just have that one tactic or buy one tool and say, we're doing ABM. And without really a solid plan behind that, it might not have that efficiency and effectiveness that you are desiring.
0: Yeah, I I think that's exactly it. And I think that's one of the things that you all are doing so well at Flip My Funnel is you're taking on ABM and looking at ABM, you know, one, uh, building a community around it so we can learn from each other, but two, looking at it holistically, because it's not just about a singular tool or a singular activity. Mm -hmm. It's about how are we approaching this? And I think it's that same thing. How are we approaching ABM to drive the most impact to our business?
1: Yeah, exactly. So... Something else that you mentioned around this area in the blog post is spendemonium. So <laughs> talk us through what spendemonium means. Have you had any experience with quote-unquote spendemonium?
0: Oh, me, never. My, <laughs> never, never had any of those problems. So I do have to say, I'm running the, you know, Alicadia help, does help, uh, control and manage marketing spend. And my life as a marketing leader is easier working for a company and using that tool. But before I was at Allocadia, I actually worked as an analyst in a firm called IDC. And I did ma- ran this major benchmarking study. So we went around and we asked a bunch of your multi-billion dollar companies where are you spending your marketing dollars what are you against what how are you organizing your company and it would quite literally take some of these companies four months to get their data together because they're in a bunch of disparate spreadsheets they're in different currencies some of them were calling you know you know trade shows trade shows some of them were calling it conferences yeah. and it got to be this point whereas a C, you know, the CMOs or the head of marketing operations or whomever had no idea where the dollars were being spent. And spendemonium is this idea of, you know, my, I, I can't answer simple questions like how much money have I spent? How much budget do I have left? How much am I spending against, you know, if we're talking about ABM, how much money am I spending against Tier One accounts, Tier Two accounts, and Tier Three accounts? Mm-hmm. There's no easy answer. And you, as your as a marketer or as a CMO or whomever you are, are sitting there pulling your hair out because you're 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 mat- dealing with spreadsheets on your Saturday afternoon versus enjoying time with your friends and family. That's spendemonium.
1: How joyous! What a wonderful Saturday spent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes, and yeah. Saturdays and spreadsheets—a <laughs> marketer's paradise.
1: Yay! Let's hashtag it. Hashtag Saturday spreadsheet. Except let's not hashtag it because don't so want
0: spendemonium. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could made some like stickers. Maybe we should like do some of those no software stickers that Salesforce did. And it's like spendemonium or sa- hashtag Saturday spreadsheets with like an X in it. I'm sure we could probably. Maybe we should start a side business and build that out. What do you think? Let's
1: do it. Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, this is conversation offline, and you and I, we're gonna. This is gonna be huge. It's gonna be big. yeah awesome so how long sam how long have you been doing abm and how did you when you started trying to figure out okay i want to put this amount in tier one this amount in tier two and three and figuring out how to allocate what you know how long have you been doing abm and how did you first try to figure out all of this
0: Yeah, so I mean, I'd say we've probably been doing ABM for a year and a half, two years, or I kind of use it with air quotes. We've been uh, we've been talking about it and trying to attempt to do it. I think this is one of these things that, uh, you know, I think. To a certain extent ABM is b2 b marketing at times, mm-hmm. but how can you do that with a purpose yeah you know and that's kind of the right mindset and it starts with the plan so acadia you know we know we sell to larger enterprises we know who our buyer was, and so we probably started off first like a lot of companies do you know all right, so maybe we'll do some targeted advertisements or maybe we'll try to put together some uh you know, some measurements. And that's kind of like step one in your ABM maturity is like random acts of ABM, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, so that was probably, st- exactly, I'm sure you've heard it. and I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there and it's okay to admit that. Um, but really when we started r- making progress was, again, it goes back to that plan, being in the right mindset. We did data work and you know qualitative and you know, quantitative and qualitative around our ideal customer profile so ICP so we pulled out data from our CRM system we inter- we did some product marketing work and interviewed folks we looked at our customer base to see who is actually driving the most lifetime value for us and we built out Uh, An ideal customer profile. And we kind of had three tracks there. We had like green as being like the perfect. We had yellow as being, okay, yeah, this could be someone. And red as being like, unless this is the easiest sale, pass. (laughs) At the same time, We worked on our personas as well. We got it down to six core personas, but really we focus on two or three. So we were able to really hone in on who these folks were. So that was kind of step one. It's like, all right, so who is our ideal customer profile, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, And then step two was, let's see, what, let's see step, step two was more corporate planning. So again, and, and I don't know if this is the right order, but this is just how we did it. I could probably switch step two and step three, but step two was very much around corporate planning about where did we want to drive revenue? Was it from those, you know, 250 million plus companies, enterprise, so to speak, bi- a mil- billion plus or, you know, five billion plus, which were galactic. And actually at the corporate level, led by our co-founders, our CEO and our our chief product officer, who are co-founders, uh, along with the executive team, we determined that about the breakout of where we wanted to drive that revenue as goals. So that gave marketing and sales a target of saying, all right, if we need to drive 20% from these galactic enterprises, we need to put a certain amount of effort against that. So that got us clear in terms of our goals. Then step three was we actually took that ICP and we built out um, uh, firmographic scoring on our accounts in Salesforce to score how high they rated against this ICP that we had created. And that, was it. that led us, through data, to actually tier our accounts. And that helped us segment our accounts as well to make sure that the right number of tier one, tier two, tier three was in each of the reps' territories. And the SDRs were matched up with the right reps, and we were targeting the right folks. And that really led us to the budgeting and the execution. So you kind of go through the one, two, and three. That was all about that planning and getting in the right mindset. And step four is saying, all right, as a marketing organization, we're actually going to – what we decided is we actually aren't putting as much program dollars against those galactic because it sits more on the SDR team and the sales team to do uh, prospecting, to do account planning, to do customized outreach. And we actually put our effort, our people – against that more than our program dollars. And we put more of our program dollars against those tier two, who we can be a bit more programmatic and tier three. Man. a long answer, but hopefully helpful. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I mean, I think that that's even just giving a base for someone a really helpful way to start thinking about ABM and the fact that you really do need that sort of step by step plan in order to build out a full ABM program because you need to build out your ICP and your personas and then you know you need to say where do we want to drive revenue so that marketing and sales can have clear goals and take that ICP and build out your demographic scoring and 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 helping to tier better and then from that you can figure out how to how to best use those those far and few between dollars <laughs> Um, to, you know, to be most efficient. And so if I could just sum everything up um, in a little nice package, I would just say that um, something that you said earlier on in this podcast was ABM is B2B marketing with a purpose. I love that. And you really do have to to plan and think about your tiers and your targets, build out your ICP and personas um, because that in the end will just give your, your, your programs and and everything that you're doing so much more of an efficient edge, um, rather than just that one-off ABM campaign randomly. Not that those are bad. They're definitely a good starting point. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're starting to build out an ABM program or you're starting to dive deeper then maybe take those, uh, three and four steps that Sam took, or if you're just starting out, take that one and two step, build out your ICP and personas and, you know, give marketing and sales clear goals. But anyway, thank you so much, Sam, for joining us on the full, my funnel podcast. And hopefully you all learned a little bit more about how you should <laughs> budget for ABM when there's so much to budget for. So thank you so much, Sam, for being on the podcast. You are a rock star.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun. And anyone listening, if you want to continue the conversation, I'm just simply at Sam Melnick on Twitter. Um, I love geeking out about marketing. So I'm here. Thanks a lot. This is fun.
1: Thanks so much. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com.